Hey guys, this is Eric and you're listening to Bucket Talk powered by Brunt. Today we're talking with Russ Joe, owner of Quality Sewer and Drain. When Russ set out to start his business, he had literally zero connections and was struggling to make ends meet. Listen in to hear how he built his business up to what it is today and his advice for anyone who's willing to roll up their sleeves and get dirty. This is Bucket Talk, a weekly podcast for people who work in the trades and construction that aren't just trying to survive, but have the ambition and desire to thrive. The opportunity in the trades and construction is absolutely ridiculous right now. So if you're hungry, it's time to eat. We discuss what it takes to rise from the bottom to the top with people who are well on their way and roll up their sleeves every single day. Hey guys, here with Russell Joe, owner and operator of Quality Sewer and Drain based out of Danvers, Mass. Russ, just want to thank you for taking the time tonight to uh, to talk to us about not only your trade, but also also the business that you run on a daily basis. Yeah, awesome. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So before we get into business, can you rewind us as far back as you want to go to uh, young Russ or where you grew up and then kind of, uh, you know, how, how your kind of life played out to, to where, where you are today? The life of Russ Joe. I, I grew up in uh, <laughs> Niagara Falls, New York. Good old Niagara Falls. Um, oh, yeah. Born and raised. Um, my father owned a, a big plumbing company, still does to this day. So I kind of grew up plumbing, sewers. Uh, it's in the blood. Oh, there you as far go. as I can right. remember. Yeah. Went to uh, you know, high school, LaSalle High School, Niagara Falls High School. I did all the trade schools. Went a different approach than plumbing because they didn't offer any plumbing in the trade oh, schools wow. out by me, which is a little, you know, a little different being a very predominant trade. Um, right. So I went a different course, and I did electrical, commercial, and industrial. So I com- completed a two-year uh, trade school with that. Uh, right after high school, I hooked up with a company doing commercial electrical, uh, working on gas lines, pipelines, bulk storage facilities, something totally different. Kind of like plumbing. We laid a lot of conduit, so kind of yep, laid pipe yep. did that did that for a few years loved it learned how to operate tons of machinery we did our own site work and this was just you know a great learning process and always worked for my father just because you know i did the electrical thing i still put in time with the old man at his company learning and getting certified and nice. learning the ropes of everything and then literally an opportunity came up and i totally veered directions and i i took a job on the railroad totally different and I was a conductor for a company, CSX, out of Buffalo. Did that for about six years. Went to Framingham, Massachusetts for two years. So it's kind of what led me out here eventually, where I'm at yeah. in Danvers. But did that, worked out here for two years on a temporary transfer. Went back to uh, New York, back to Niagara Falls, and uh, started a little life there, a little family. Ended up here in uh, Danvers about six and a half years ago. Divorced. Have a beautiful daughter. She was three years old. Felt kind of stranded. I opened up a company. Opened up a company knowing what I know what to do. Started Quality Sewer and Drain and haven't looked back since. So that's kind of like a quick, fast version of what the heck I've been doing. And so you started, so you, you had come here, moved here. And started quality sewer and drain, or was it uh, after the divorce that you were saying, "All right, I'm gonna, you know, I want to do something. I want to run my own show." And you started quality sewer and drain. Exactly. So basically, I was in between staying here, going back. What do I do with my daughter? How do how do I have fifty percent custody and raise? 
you know, my kid and be involved in her life yep. as much as I can. So I decided to, to stay here, move my life here. And I started quality Lisa Rundrain in the midst of everything happening. That way I can control my destiny, my time, my hours. I could pick her up from school, take her to school, be like how my father was. Worked a lot, worked hard, but he made every event I had. You know, he did what he could for us. You know, he never missed a sporting event, and I wanted the same thing, and that's what I did. So how was it going from working in the electrical field to being a conductor and all along the way, working for your dad to, to making the transition and the jump to doing it on your own? Man, I learned a lot. You know, I learned learned a lot. And in between all that, I worked at a dealership, and I worked for a Porsche and a, an Audi dealership. So kind of learned some business aspect from a lot of things. I did finance with them. And I ran the store at, you know, in the back and front end. So pretty different, pretty wild, very crazy roundabout story getting yep. to where I got to. But it all shaped me to where I'm at now. And so you start out, right? You had never started a business before. You had some of this training. Your first step is, all right, all, you, you know, you hang up a shingle, quality sewer and drain, rust here. What the hell was like the first thing you did? Were you like, all right, I got to go get a customer? Was it I got to get some equipment? I got to get some tools? Or what was like day one? Of Man, shit it was like a whole. It was a whole lot going through my head. Like, all right, what do I do? I hardly know anybody out here. I'm new to the area. I don't know anybody really. I have maybe two friends going through a divorce. I'm like, what do I do? And uh, you know, no contacts, no one in construction, no, just very out there without knowing anyone i'm like all right so let's do this let's, i buy a van a beat up van but i buy all brand new equipment because i figured the equipment should be the best right you know and basically i just mimicked exactly what my father has back home but all brand new and i just bought a beat up van and said okay here it is i had a buddy what, what equipment were you running so i run running all rigid sexual machines rigid k1500s rigid k50s um, I bought like this cheap camera from China so I could video drains when I first got started, you know, oh, wow. just, it, it was crazy. Like, I, you know, it was an adventure basically. <laughs> <laughs> it really was, man. <laughs> and then, so, so, all right. So that's like, holy shit. You took a leap, you're figuring it out. You're, you jump, you know, you're flying the plane. You're trying to change the wings at the same time while the stress of all the, the uh, family stuff going on in the background. Give us, uh, give us a quick. All right, so where where you are today? Obviously, you know, you I, you know, I found you through your, you know, your social media, which is, uh, which it's great because you're show you show it on a daily basis all day long. But you know, where where where's the company? Where have you taken the company from? Literally jumping out, knowing nothing, to running a, a business in the area that's got a good reputation, a lot of customers, and, and it looks like you've grown it a lot. Absolutely. So I, what, June would be four years from the time I opened the door. A lot of planning and prep work went into it to get there, but um, we're a two-man crew right now. Um, we like keep it keep it keep it small as long. Keep as you it can. simple. We run two trucks. We run a full lining, full lining scale, all equipment. We line pipes, all trenchless, doing everything from cleaning a basic drain to a main sewer to a municipality. Sewer lines, manholes, just recovering all the grounds from drain to sewer to vent stacks for high rises, factories, no holds bars. I mean, we've grown and made a reputation for the name in the communities. I think that's 
speaks for itself now. And that is obviously you're in Danvers. So is that Danvers in the surrounding towns or is it, are you having to go, you know, are you guys having to haul somewhere pretty far in the morning or obviously what you do is pretty in, in demand. So you might not have to go that far. Exactly. So we, you know, we started off North shore, Danvers, you know, PV, Salem, Marblehead, you know, North shore, kind of keep it local. So we're in high demand, North shore. I try not to go to Boston, but you know, our services are in Boston now working on lining and everything else. We, you know, we specialize in this and that's what we focused on um, yep. over the last like two years is getting into this lining aspect. And we're in Maine, New Hampshire, Connecticut. Wow. Um, ba- basically going where the jobs, you know, where it's demanded and, you know, being subbed in from other plumbing contractors to bring us in to do it because they know what we do and how we do it. And they, you know, they d- definitely rely on that. So it took you four years to one, not only figure out what the hell are you doing with starting a company, to now you've got a, a business that's humming, you got customers, you got a reputation. What has been the most pivotal moment of building quality sewer and drain along the way, if you can, if you can pinpoint one at all? I wouldn't say there's an exact pivotal moment, but like to go back and you, you asked, like, what, what did I do first? Like, how did I put the name out there when I opened? I remember this as if it was yesterday. You know, I opened the business, I'm going to open it. Buddy, you know, printed some vinyl, labeled my van. Shirts made. I'm like, all right, I'm pumped. Well, yeah, you know, I got to pick a day and we're, we're launching this company, right? We're going to launch it. Just me, you know. And I'm sitting there, the van's detailed, washed, equipment ready to go. I'm like, all right, now how do I do it? <laughs> I have no clue. I've never ran a business. So I go to Facebook. Or not, yeah, Facebook. You know, I make a company page and I'm like, all right. I make my first post. I'm like, tomorrow I'm going live, sending this post. Boom. I send that post. Quality sewer and drain. Nah, 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 North Shore, you know, sewer and drain clean, this and that. Fucking hours went by, nothing. Days went by, nothing. Weeks went by, nothing. I'm, 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 wearing, I'm wearing my boots out. I'm door knocking. I'm putting flyers out at restaurants. And I swear, like two months went by, not one call. Wow. So I went from I went from being hyped up like we're taking this and I'm doing it to holy shit th- this is real like I need oh, I got no money coming in I got to figure this out and let's go yep. you know and then I got my first call did the job they loved it got another call another call got another call hey so and so recommended me you were just at their house boom boom it just all came together like but those that I tell you that first year and a half I didn't sleep very well. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> Let me tell you that. Oh, no. Man, just thinking about, like, expenses, bills, like, no work came in this way. I'd go weeks without a call. You know, right. you first starting up, no one knows the name. No one knows who you are. I'm not I'm not a townie. I'm not even from here. So I can't be like, hey, so-and-so, you know, I grew up with, just opened this company. Check them out. I didn't know anybody. It was a slow build for you. And then, yeah. so about a year and a half is when it sounds like it started things started uh, all the dominoes started to line up and start to consistently fall and back to back to back referrals and recommendations and repeat work you know provide quality work at a reasonable rate take care of your customers take care of the community and it's just going to show and they're going to come don't take advantage of people don't oversell anything do what they call you to do supply them take care of them recommend treat them like your family like as if it's your mom and dad and just do right by them, and people will love you. I love that. Okay. Um, that's awesome. No, that's good, because not a lot of people tell the, the, the hard parts, like talk about the hardest parts or go back to them. So that's, I, I think, super helpful. And then 
So now you're rocking and rolling. You're booming. We were going to hang out last weekend. We couldn't even hang out because you're so slammed this time of year, which is a great place to be, especially with all going on in the world. But what what's what's the biggest challenge now that you're facing? What are you losing sleep over about, about your business? Is it taking it to the next level? Is it finding the right talent to bring in? Is it, you know, financing the growth and getting more trucks? What's the what's the big thing on your mind these days? You know, it's definitely growing. I'm I'm blessed and lucky enough I have a great full time guy, Brian. He's fabulous. He's he's learned over he's been with me a little over a year now and he's learned tremendously and I really rely on him, especially when we're doing our lining and it's just it's tough to find guys like that. So trying to grow, take it to the next step. You know, we're we're really trying to advance in this trenchless lining world. You know, we're doing fittings, different Y and T liners and doing this real technical, tricky stuff. You mess those up, you're in trouble. And what's in what's um, and so obviously this this sounds like this is not only obviously for your business, whether it's small businesses, large businesses, in the trades, you know, recruiting in the next group or the next wave is this. It's just the hardest thing that any any company is dealing with. And what's your take on it? You know, of course the old guys in the industry are like, oh, the you know, young guys don't work hard like I used to. You know, they don't you know wake up and chew rocks and go to work and and all that stuff. But like. What's your take on it? Because you're obviously a little, you know, a lot younger than some of the the generation before us. What's what's your take as you're out there seeing it? Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. I'm, you know, I'm I'm 36, still considered a millennial. Don't think I'm <laughs> one. I mean, some of the younger generation, man, they just don't have the they don't have the go power. They don't do it. They don't want to show up. They show up late. You know, I brought guys in and. You know, they show up late. They show, no, show up on time for the first two days. Then they're late. Then they're late. They don't call. You know, oh, what do you mean we got to work late? We got an emergency to do? Yeah, you know, we got emergency sewer. We got to dig up. We're staying. Let's get it done. Well, I can't stay. It's 2 o'clock. You mean we're going to stay till 6? I'm like, come on. <laughs> right. You know, right. like I get it. We all have things to do. Trust me. I want. I don't want to be working all day. I want to be out on a boat or going to do things or going to hang out with you and, you know, up in New Hampshire. But, you know, sometimes we get stuck and... We got to do what we can so we can have time to do shit. All right. And that's a common, by the way, common thing we're seeing across everything. It's just it's getting that, that next group in, getting them fired up. It's part of why we're doing Oh, totally. I, I've been trying to work with, I've been trying to work with, uh, you know, I put a couple calls in and met with a few people to get into, uh, we got a, um, a local tech school right here in Danvers. And yep. I've been trying to get in. They got like a little plumbing program and everything. And they don't touch on lining. Lining's totally different, different aspect. But I've been trying to get in there and at least, go in and do some demos and show them, hey, man, there's different parts of these trades other than, you know, running pipe and soldering and pro-pressing and tossing faucets, hot water, running sewer lines overhead. There's a lot of stuff in the ground that you can do, and there's cool, like, really gnarly high-tech stuff that you can do or work for a company that does it. And, you know, do some demos and show them what it's all about. So we're and, and, moving and forward and hopefully going to... Are they? Yeah, are they welcoming you in there, or is that a tough thing for you to even get it, get in the door? It, it's a little tough. To, it's a little tough, but uh, I believe you're, we'll, we'll be in the in the door for next school season. So one thing, obviously, the world's moving faster than ever. You know, you're you're on the cutting edge of at least social media, which uh, which is how we met. But what? How is current technology, the advancement in technology, uh, affecting the business that you're in? Especially, you know, you're in more technical stuff, so I'm certain, sure you're seeing it the most. Yeah, I, you know. Tech stuff is awesome. I mean, the sewer cameras, the crawlers that you have, how you could, you know, go down a pipe and take a look at it, <clears throat> all in color, HD screens, and it's pretty gnarly. I mean, you could diagnose problems, see problems. 
um, technology with lining and trench lists, CIPP pipe. It's just it's it's cool stuff. And then take it to the social media side with technology. It's it's endless. Yeah. And has your has social at all helped your business, or is that more fun and enjoyment and keeps you sane while you're do while you're doing your gig? Because you know, I love it. You're on, you're literally you're driving around. You're recording all day long. Literally, I just post nonsense all day of what I'm doing. I don't post everything I'm doing or every job I'm on. But yeah, I just post nonsense the whole day. You know, people like it. It gives a real aspect of what we do. Man, I put my phone on record. I record it. I send it. I you know. Yeah. It, I mean, you yeah. watch my stuff. There's. I'm sure you could pull a billion bloopers or whatever. I just. This is true. You know, it's true life. This is what it is. You know, yep, just send yep. it. it's fun. You know, it's connected me with tool companies across. Um, you know, it it brought knowledge to me about what's out in other countries and how they're doing stuff and me yep. trying to learn different styles and techniques of doing, you know, things in our trade, which is pretty, pretty wild. Connected me with a ton of great people within, you know, my community and the plumbing community around the world. You know, I've made friends from Russia to California to Australia to you know people right here in the hometown you know in Beantown and the non-fun part of, of running a business well it sounds like you you had actually some experience in this but so finances are always especially for smaller man shops you know one two-man crews versus big companies who have an accounting department as we talk to guys in the trades like yeah I can run I can run a killer job I can do x y and z but like having to manage the accounting and the payroll and the finances and what's coming in, what's coming out is, is a, is a total pain in the ass. Uh, you had some experience, it sounds like from your time at the dealership, but how do you, how does that finances come into play as your one, as you built your business, just keeping it afloat to now you've got a good business where you want to grow it. And how do, how do you think about that? And how does that come into play on a daily and weekly basis for you? Yeah. I think that that's the struggles of any business, especially starting up finances, unless, you know, you have a huge bank account and you had money to start, you know, my situation, I was in the worst place in my life. I was going through a divorce and losing everything. So I was already at rock bottom. I didn't have nothing else to lose. So I just invested literally everything I had packed credit cards, bought equipment and funded the company. And so now that you're on the other end of that, right, are you running the books yourself or is that something now that you have luxury of you're like, you know, here's what I do. I, you know, I have, you know, I have a, an account, external accountant or someone that can help me manage, you know, the most complex get part of the business man i wish so right now since day one i run the office at night you know after yep. my day working all day i'm in my office doing my books invoices putting everything in the computer my expenses this that ordering material i i do i do everything i do have an external account accountant who does everything either sometimes every quarter helps me with my quarterly taxes make sure everything's in the system make sure i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing the right way and of course at the end of the year my taxes and all that crap but yep. you know, without her, I'd I'd be in trouble. But yeah, I do yep. everything, and I think that's that's the hardest part. I, you know, everyone could you know, oh, I could go out and do that job, and I can do this, you know. But they don't realize what's on the back end, and that's I right. think a lot of business. A lot of businesses struggle, and probably the the failure of the business is on the back end. Right, they could be a stud in the, whatever field they're in, but if they're not sending their customers the right invoices or following up or accounts receivable or they're getting screwed, the business goes, falls apart. I, and I think coming from, you know, my, my father's company, they still, you know, it's still in business now. My little brother is going to be taking over everything, um, which I was, you know, I had that to fall back on 1-800-CALL-MOM. Mom, hey, what the heck do I do here? How are you guys doing this? And like, where, where oh, do you nice. put this under? And so I had that to fall back on. And I always had my dad. My dad, if it wasn't for my father, 
I, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at. That, that man taught me everything, everything. And I was so nervous in the beginning. I mean, I did it since I was a little kid, cleaning sewers and drains and putting hot water tanks. I mean, we did everything. But I get stuck on a job where I got nervous when I first started. I called dad. I'm like, dad, what the fuck? You know, take a couple pictures. What do I do? How do I do? You know, he's, you know, walk me through it and guide me. But he's like, dude, you got this. You did it forever. And literally, he was my support. And I know he's, he's super proud. And, you know, and that's how I got my name. So I brought quality. My father's company's quality plumbing and sewer cleaning. So I wanted, I wanted that I couldn't take over the business. I couldn't be back home working for him. So that's where you get quality sewer and drain from. I wanted to carry on the quality name for my dad. That was my way of honoring him. I'm sure he's proud. I'm sure he appreciates it. I love, he, honestly, he came, right before this COVID nonsense came out, he came out, spent a week with me, and he's never seen a sewer line line before, or none, you know, none of the trench lists. So he spent a week with us, and we did some gnarly jobs, and yeah, it was cool to teach him something and show him so yeah and my guess is the stuff you're doing from a tech you know is, is so far advanced from what you saw when he was starting out absolutely like and he's more gear driven on the plumbing side service yep. work sewer and drains he doesn't dig them he doesn't repair them took him forever okay. to get a sewer camera i talked him into it oh nice nice all right you're getting him down there he's, he's he'll be on tiktok soon enough <laughs> this is, i think this is super helpful i mean showing literally like one it's not like you've been doing it for 20 years it's been over the past four years which is understandable, palatable, not to mention you had a lot of str- added stress going on while you're doing this, but you've come out on the other side, you've got a business, you've got a, a small crew and you, you control your own destiny. So now that we want to lighten things up a little bit away from quality sewer and drain for everyone to get to know Russ a little better. We always ask this question. If you could spend a half an hour with anyone, who would it be and why? <sighs> That's a tough one. I kind of have two answers to that because there's two people of course, I'd like to spend some time with my father. I don't get to see him all the time because he's back home in New York. Other than that, I'd like to see Mike Rowe. I'd like to spend some time with that man. That guy, I think, is a pretty pretty gnarly guy. He's a blue-collar badass. You know, he focuses on the blue-collar and does dirty jobs. And he's a smart smart businessman, too. So I'd, I'd like to spend some time with him and chat chat about a few things with him. Well, so one of my buddies is uh, is the executive director for his new show. So I think we may, may be able to make that connection. It's, uh, I haven't watched the show, but it's, he goes into these businesses and people who are doing good in the world, I guess. I haven't really seen it yet, but he's... He brought us Dirty Jobs, which was awesome. I grew up watching that. And just what he does with the, the the younger generation, trying to get them in the you know the trade schools and and trying to get them involved in you know the blue collar jobs that make this world run is pretty good. And let alone his business sense of things. And then last but not least, I think I already know the answer just because I I'm you know follow you on social. But so when you're finally able to unplug after a long week of long days and hours, and you finally get to release. Um, What's the thing you like to do the most that is not related to quality sewer and drain? You can find me on my boat. I'm out, nice. I'm out in the water fishing, hanging out, lots of time on the boat. And it's local, right? Because you're near the ocean. So where you are here in Mass is your, what, a couple towns? You're one town or two towns over from, from the water. Is that right? Yeah, it's two minutes up the road at the Danvers River on a slip. Takes me thirty minutes to get out to the ocean awesome. from the, on the boat. Go, so. What do you go fishing for? Anything and everything, or you got a specific thing you're going after? We go for a little bit of everything, but we focus on stripers, the tuna fish. We love when the bluefin tuna come in. So we'll be out next week chasing Ooh. the tunas. I got a bunch nice. of lobster pots in, so I pull lobster pots almost every day when I'm out in the water. I come home with lobsters to to cook up. So Russ, this has been awesome. I think. Uh, one, just to get to know kind of your story, 
also, you know, you started a business four years ago, later on in life, bunch of stress added. And, and, you know, it sounds like you've got your, your, your business, your reputation, your repeat customers, you're in a good place and you're kind of heading, heading hopefully to the moon and, you know, figuring out basically, all right, how do I take this thing to the next level? And, uh, and, you know, a lot of these young guys that listen to this are trying to figure out, you know, do I want to jump into something like this? But one in, you know, sewer and drain work, but two, start my own business or maybe your story is like, Hey, listen, that sounds like a lot of pressure. I'd be better off being, you know, the right hand man to someone that's dealing with a lot of the stress, the pressure, the accounting, the finances. And, and that's what kind of down to business is all about is to help, help hopefully shine a light behind. Um, it seems glorious on the outside to own and run your own business. Cause you do get to call the shots you control your own destiny, but you come to big responsibility on the back end. Absolutely. And you're always working. You might not, you know what I mean? I mean, you're always yeah. working office phone calls it's not for everyone and there's nothing wrong with that neither you know not everyone wants to run the business i didn't have a choice you know i couldn't go work for someone and be like all right i need this day off this day off i need this time off i gotta take my daughter here and do this i didn't have a choice so that was the path that took me i had you know no option but to make it there's nothing wrong with working for a company being a right-hand man or just a great employee you work hard you learn you're gonna get taken care of and make sure you show up on time have reliable transportation. Don't try to leave at two o'clock when Russ is telling you, "Hey, dude, we got a job. We got to get fucking done here." Absolutely, because you know what? We could bang these jobs out and then take Friday off and have a three-day weekend. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Awesome, Russ. Well, thank you so much for sharing the story. Um, you know, uh, super pumped about quality sewer and drain. And for anyone that wants to follow along, so obviously I follow you both on on Instagram and TikTok. But for for bit to look more into your business, is it your Facebook page? Is it your website? What's kind of the best place to check you out? Yeah, I, I pretty much post everything business wise on instagram if you just type in quality sewer and drain i'm pretty sure it's gonna show up first and we'll tag you obviously and all that stuff and then for anyone that has questions hit them up in the dms and uh if you don't get an answer it's probably because he's working but hang tight anyone that dms me i get back to everyone they might not be right away but i respond to every single dm message question and i'll help anyone out well thank you so much for taking the time tonight we are hopefully uh hopefully going to make you proud and and hopefully it sounds like uh hopefully your father who will hopefully get to listen to this make him proud for for what the legacy that he's passed on to you and the torch that you're carrying in uh in a different part of the country absolutely